My favorite part right here when white folks come back and find out ex niggas done stole it. This is a message to the black man in America from Elijah Muhammad, the messenger of a lot to whom praise is due forever. It ain't a rhyme, it's a lyrical savior's letter. I got a mind and it's ticking like a time bomb, hitting every nigga in the head with Islam. And I'm kicking backs to the blacks in the projects. Yo, I got a sword in my hand for the rednecks. Damn the KKK. You cross burning peck of woods wearing a hood. Yo, we don't play. Go get your buddies and your white sheets fixed with a badge and a gun. 25 cars keep, son. The only weapon that I carry is the truth about the government's plot to destroy black youth. The devil is the Mac using you to kill a black brother in the dope game, slinging cocaine and crack. But if you're too damn blind, deaf, and dumb to understand where I'm coming from, we're the M E double S A G E to the black man, A N D, his enemy. The color man is the other man who took the brother man from the motherland, got him fighting one another and took our names from us. And our language plus lost the religion, the cult to the god of us, the enemy. Yo, he had to deceive us with a blind head, blue eyed beggar with Jesus to make us permanent slaves. But Lazarus must be raised up to bust and plus to crush the devil who put us all in a fine mess. Gave us a fake god and fed us wine flesh. You made us call you master, your pastor, put us in your church and gave us your pastor saying we shall overcome. But none overcame, ain't a damn thing changed and you still got a slave man. Your brain is trained in the pain of a sick man. Begging a rich man, sinking like quicksand. Cause Babylon the great is falling and calling us all in. But you don't want to get involved in America's evil. Wicked way of life, man. Separate from the goddamn white man. Damn, Uncle Sam, better know as the color man. Read the final call, fall of America. And I was saved up as a ride with the plan from God himself. Call message to the black man.
justice, equality and independence to all African descendants who came here in the year 1555 and lost 600 million lives on a ship from Africa to North America. Study the man's character and listen to the messenger, the honorable Elijah Muhammad. Drop the supreme wisdom atomic bomb, but you ridiculed and rejected him. Very few of you niggas accepted him. You love to argue, but hate to listen. You condemn the Muslims, but you ain't a Christian. Well, what is a Christian? One who is Christ-like, not one that eats the pig and smokes the pipe, right? Adulterers, fornicators, and hypocrites saying God's a ghost who had sex with an innocent white woman, but Jesus is black. So why the hell are you waiting for a white man to come back? Look inside the book of Revelations, hard chapter one, giving a description of the true and living black God. Damn, Uncle Sam, better know as the colored man, read the final call, fall of America. And our Savior has arrived with the plan from God himself, called message to the black man. Assalamu alaikum. Y'all ready for another powerful day? If you can hear me and see me, go ahead and let me know if you can hear me and see me. Ooh, I can't wait to get my haircut tomorrow. Over here looking like Officer X. I'm finna get this mustache trimmed. Dying, boy. Good God almighty. But anyways, man, in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. Oh, student minister. Oh, student minister, you seen I messed up my, my greeting. Uh, in the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. We bear witness there is no God but Allah who we believe came in the person of Master Father Muhammad, who raised up for us the exalted Christ, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and we thank those too for leaving for us in our midst. A divine warner, and guide and I miss today the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan it's in there three names we would like to greet you with the greeting words of peace assalamu alaikum man today I think you really need to get your notepads together the season of God man is going to give you so much power and clarity but before we get started with this I want to preface it like this I want you guys to write down what you really want out of life. As a man, think it, think it, think it in his heart, so is he. And when I heard this lecture, man, for me, what it said was, brother, anything that you want, anything that you need, anything that you desire to accomplish, it can happen. If it's in line with the will. But then it made me think about another lecture. Belief in Allah that we watched a couple months ago now, probably. And he said, the problem is many of us don't even have a worthy goal. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember when the minister on belief in Allah, he said, we don't even have a worthy goal. And then in another lecture, he was like, 
Bills, that's punk stuff. No, we're not talking about paying bills. Oh, no, we're not talking about being able to pay a light bill. We're not talking about being able to do these things that you should, man, the, 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 the ant, he talk, the ants, the fish, the animals know how to get out there and eat and survive. Oh, they know how to bare minimum. Sister Ava Sister even brought this up. We thinking like a dog. We thinking about who we going to mate with. Our problem is who we going to mate with, who going to take care of me, where I'm going to stay. That's the thoughts of a dog. Dog wondering, man, who gonna take care of me? Who gonna shelter me? Dog thinking about who who gonna look at the dog sniffing. Like, they ain't gotta say it. What that dog looking at? Hmm? Come on, what that dog following? Well, yeah. So we we looking like dog, like we are higher level beings. We have the ability, okay, to say be, and it is. We have the ability to envision something and, and really honestly see it right now. I can close, clo look, close your eyes and think about the last place you visited. Out of town. Can't you see that? Or if you can't, man, you someday done tamper with your imagination. See, as children, man, we used to could imagine things. We used to see things in the sky. Oh, look at this. Look at that. You see that face up there? Look at it. Look, there goes his mouth. We can't imagine no more. What has happened to our imagination? Just because we got older don't mean you stop being able to imagine because everything takes place twice. Oh, what do you mean by that? It takes, it takes place first in our mind. Then we bring it into reality. This phone didn't just pop out. Somebody had to envision this first. Somebody had to envision that we can talk to somebody. We used to have to write letters. Somebody had to see this. Man, one day I should, I, we should be able to text a person, and then when we text them, they should receive it, and then they can hit us back. Then somebody else had to say text message is cool. But I envision that one day we will be able to see each other live. See, this had to take place here. So if they can kill our imagination, ooh, they can kill our productivity. If you can't even imagine yourself out of the condition you in, they got you. You, you shoot, you, they ain't got to worry about nothing else. Because if I'm not thinking it, damn sure don't believe it. And, and, and in order for me to truly act on it, I got to see it, believe it, to really do the prerequisite things to get it done. And, I, and, and before we bring the minister on, I thought about this one day. Have you ever been in a race? <sighs> and the race is not one of those, you know, like you professional, so you still got to get your time, even if you're 30 or 4, but you're just racing. Go look at a go go look at a hood race. Somebody racing. When they first take off, <sighs> they 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 running. But once you notice that this dude a whole lot faster than you, what happens? <sighs> Slow down. Why did you slow down? Because you believed, man, I ain't got no chance with this dude. Her dude, her mother ran track. But in the beginning when you, oh, man, I can get him. Ha! You get to running, but then you giving it all you got, and then you notice, and he's still increasing speed. He's still accelerating. You say, yeah, one that you were tired, you lost belief here. You lost the belief. 
So I, when I thought about that, I said, man, a lot of us, man, we're not going full speed. We're not pushing as hard as we can. We're not striving because we don't believe. And once we can fix the belief, when you hear this message today, you're going to hear the minister talk about the season and how nobody can stop you when you are in season. But hell, if you ain't got nothing that you're striving for, nothing that you're trying to accomplish, it look, it don't matter, Brother Wesley, if we in season or out of season. You ain't striving for nothing anyway. At least, at least I'm finna be taking some chances. So I don't know when the season is, but shit, I'm finna be putting up shots. Cause if when it's in season, I need some of these bad boys to go in. But if you ain't putting in no shots, you're gonna you're gonna be losing all the time. You lose, you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Okay? All right, let me get to it. I just had to had to had to warm y'all up a little bit. You know, I know it's in the morning time. I want to warm you up a little bit. So let me uh put this message from the minister on, man. Again, get your pens and your paper out. Cause this is the season. Uh well, I'm not saying this is the season, but this message is the season. You know what? Y'all know that song? It, hey, look, then again. This may be your season. Y'all know that song? I told you I grew up in that Baptist church. This is my season. Huh? For grace. For favor. Y'all know that song, now. This is my season to read what I have sown. Come on now, boy. Say, don't make me get the ticket in here. Okay, here we go. Let's go. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his apostle. I greet all of you, my dear brothers and sisters, with the greeting words of peace in the Arabic language. Assalamu alaikum. Once again, it is my joy to be here at Mosque Maryam and to see you. We have embarked on something a little different in that we want to move according to the dictates of time. We don't have a lot of time, so wise people must use time wisely and every Sunday we are expecting everyone to be in their seats by two o'clock so we can be out of here by 3.30 no later than four o'clock. I noticed that everyone generally waits for the minister and if the minister is going to come on at 2.30, people will get here just at about that time. You're going to be fooled because I do not intend to speak for long periods of time. I don't think it's necessary. I think I can get you a message in 45 minutes, no more than an hour. As the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, this is a long struggle, the struggle for liberation 
and that I should not and must not burn myself out. So I thank all of you who are here on time and those of you that are here, we shall hopefully reward you with time. Our subject today is time. Most of our people don't do anything on time. And that is tragic. We never start things on time. We never end things on time. We don't go to weddings on time. We hardly are at funerals on time. We don't go to school on time. We don't make work on time. We don't hardly do anything on time. And the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that a person who does not respect time is a person who has no respect for life. For life and time are synonymous. So from this day forward, if you want to stop being classified as a dead people, as Negroes, as colored people, and if we want to be classified as a living people, as an intelligent people, then everything that we do must be with respect and consideration for time. Okay? Now, we ask ourselves, what is time? What is time? According to the dictionary, time is a measure of duration or a measure of the continuance of time. Now that sounds rather strange. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad gave us a better definition. He said time is motion calculated. Now if I move my hand from this position to this position, if you measure the motion, you can measure the time. Anything that is not in motion is not making time. So all measurement of time is measured by our relationship to light. And our relationship to light is what gives us our motion. The earth gives us time by the measurement of its motion in rotation and its motion in revolution around the sun. Without the presence of light, the earth would not move. There would be no change. There would be no time. So because the earth has a relationship to the sun and the light of the sun causes the earth to rotate as well as to revolve it is this rotation that gives us our day it is the revolution that gives us our year so time is motion measured if you're not going any place you're not making time if you're not doing anything, you're not 
making time. So time is a calibration. Time is a scale of balance and measurement. Time dictates action. If there is no activity, there is no time. And the activity must be in accord with the direction of light. Are we all right? Sure. Light makes motion. So all motion is in accord with the direction of light. All human beings make time by the light or presence of knowledge. If you are acting in accord with the principle of knowledge, you are acting right. You are on time. Time is a standard. Time is a criterion. Time is a measurement of what we are and what we are not. Time. Time is an indicator. Time indicates whether you're on it or off of it. Time will tell you whether you're right or you're wrong. Time will tell you whether you're going up or you're going down. Because any action that we take that is not in harmony with time is a wasted action that will not bear fruit. Time, the measure of motion. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad pointed us to Ecclesiastes, the preacher, who said, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. I'm going to say that again. To everything there is a season. Now that's a very profound statement. Of course, Ecclesiastes goes on to say there's a time to be born, a time to die, a time to love, a time to hate, a time to rend, a time to sow, a time to weep, a time to laugh. There's a time for everything and everything has a season. Now, everything encompasses everything. Now, when something is in season whatever it is it is aided by the elements of time sun moon stars earth planets whenever you're on season or in season you have the additional power of the elements working with you when you're not in season the elements work against you time the honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that Adam or the white race was given a time and a season I'm gonna say that again Adam or the white race was given 
a time and a season to perform a particular purpose. Adam brought onto the earth rebellion to the law and will of God. Now, rebellion has a season. And in the season of rebellion, the elements are going to aid rebellion. But when God declares time is up for rebellion against him, then if you are found in rebellion to God, when the season rebellion to him has passed then every action we take in rebellion to God will bring us loss and grief and destruction but every action we take in obedience to God's will will bring good fruit in the time of God so God says to Adam okay Adam you want to rebel Break my commandment, break my law, fine. I'm putting you out of the garden. The garden here represents peace, contentment of mind. You're not going to be contented in rebellion to me. But for you, the Quran says, in the earth is an abode, a place, a provision, and a time go ahead do what you want to do but remember now this is going to bring apparently good reward to you in your season but when your season is up i will come and i will interfere with your power and bring about a new season and if you don't submit to me all those who follow you I will fill hell with you all so all in Adam die all in Christ the scripture says shall be made alive made alive when 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 it's time when the season for giving life to those who died under the rebellion of Adam comes, then nothing, no power will be able to hinder the rise of the people. All you have to do is know the time, know the season, then act in a timely way and there is no power that can make you unsuccessful. None whatsoever. So if you say, or we said, we can't make it. White folks don't want to let us do this. Or white folks, just a minute. Just a minute. Ask yourself, what is the season? If it's the season for him to rule, you're not going to stop his rule. But if his season or time to rule you and me is up, then he has no power to stop you from being free if you want to get up and act in your season. Do you understand? All praise is due to Allah. Now, marking time on God's clock. We're dealing with motion and time 
and the presence of light. No one can deny that white people have had a special power working with them. Come on. Let's agree with truth. You do want to agree on truth, don't you? Haven't you noticed that white folk have had a special power working with them? That everywhere they've gone on the earth, they have raised hell, but they profited? Come on, come on. You don't have to be stiff. The truth is the truth. They profited from putting dark people under subjection. Is that right? And nothing that we, the Native Americans, the Indians, the Mexicans, or the darker people of the earth could do against white people could stop white people from putting dark people under their rule. Is that right? Well, then, if you do everything in your power to stop something from happening and it yet happens, then check the season. Because for everything, there is a season. And a time for every purpose under the heaven. If that is so, and it is, if God has given a season to the wicked, then the wicked have to do their thing in their season. And the righteous can only try to be as right as we can be, but we're not going to overpower the wicked until their season is up. Are we clear now? Well, when is the season for the wicked to be up? look like the wicked have been raising hell so long seems like god is unjust seems like god favors the wicked for every time we have tried to mount up for liberation for justice for equity for righteousness it seems as though our efforts are undermined and destroyed by the powers of the rulers of the darkness of this world huh Yes, in season, they have been able to do that. But if you could check the clock, you would know what time it is. I'm not talking about the watch on your arm or the clock in the house. I'm talking about checking time by the prophets of God and the light that they brought. If you know the time, then you know that the season of the wicked has come to an end. If you know the time, then you know that the wicked will not prosper today. If you know the time, then you know the wicked are not going to prosper today. And if you who and I, who have been reared by the wicked, as the scripture says, born in sin and shaped in iniquity. If we continue to be iniquitous or rebellious or wicked, we're not going to be successful. There is no way, black man and woman, that we're going to be successful playing the game of white folk. 
If you want to be successful today, don't play their game. If you want to be successful today, don't follow them in evil. Because the season is up. Now let's prove it. Y'all all right? I got to check this. Um, this wireless microphone here to see if it is on. Brother, grab this and see if it is on. I know this microphone is on, but the other one may not be. Now, how do we measure time? Did you know that prophets of God are considered God's stars? And did you know that when a prophet of God, a major prophet comes into the world, that man is a major measure of time? And if you can read the prophet, you can read the time. Listen, the Bible tells us that Adam had six days to rule. The scripture says a day with the Lord is as 1,000 years. You have in the Christian family a group that is called the Seventh-day Adventists. The Advent, Advent means coming to or toward. The seventh day is the seventh thousand year from the time of the rule of Adam. What and who is coming in the seventh day? It is the coming of God. So when Moses preaches to Israel, he gives them the Sabbath. And he says, look, keep the Sabbath holy. Don't do any work on that day. That day belongs to God. Don't do anything in that day. Well, look, that is not for you. That's for the wicked. The wicked are supposed to rest from their wickedness on the seventh day as a sign that in the seventh thousand year of their rule, God would come and erase them from the face of the earth and give them eternal rest. Now listen carefully. So God gave to Israel a Sabbath to keep them in remembrance that in a certain day, somebody's going to come. And when he comes, his presence will mean the end of their world let's see if we're right Moses comes 2,000 years after Adam we're marking time Jesus comes 2,000 years after Moses we're marking time. Now, we have a problem here. Because the Jesus 
of this New Testament is a man that is not out of season. The Jesus of this New Testament comes on time and he's casting out devils. Now this is a very important function. If you understand, if Jesus were not on time, he couldn't cast out Satan. Satan had a season. And the scriptures of the Bible say God's coming is after the working of Satan. God's coming is after the working of Satan. So Satan got a season. He got a season to deceive human beings. He has a season to put the whole earth under his power. But when his season is up, God says, I will come. When God comes, the whole world is lost. Therefore, the picture of the lost sheep, or the lost piece of money, all of this is to show you how deep the people of God would be lost in the wickedness of the enemy of God. But God said, I don't care where you are lost. I will find you and bring you again. Look at this now. I don't care how far away from me you have fallen. I will reconcile you to me. I will redeem you. I will save you from my destruction of the wicked whose season has come to an end. Time. What are our actions in accord with the time? Now the historical Jesus comes 4,000 years after Adam. Now we are 2,000 years from Jesus. And wise people are looking for his return. Y'all all right? You sure now? If you're not all right, just hang with me a minute and it'll get real clear. We are measuring time. Now, if God is coming in the seventh day or the seventh thousand year from Adam, then the Jesus of 2,000 years ago is not the Jesus that we are clamoring over of the gospel. Because the Jesus of 2,000 years ago came at the early part of the fifth day. But the Jesus that comes in the Sabbath day comes as a perfect witness that God is not to come, but God is in the world. And the work of saving, redeeming, reconciling is going on because God is present. Oh, I hope that you will catch this. Six centuries after Jesus, Muhammad is born. That should tell every Muslim that Jesus as a prophet prophesying the coming of one and six centuries later the prophet Muhammad is born 
born in Arabia. And Prophet Muhammad gives you a sign. Now listen to me carefully. Prophet Muhammad gives you a sign of what you're going to see at the end of the season of the wicked. Prophet Muhammad comes with the Quran. And with the Quran, Prophet Muhammad literally and his companions capture the world with this book. And the so-called Christians who believed in Jesus, many of them retreated under the onward march of Islam under Prophet Muhammad as a sign of something. Because the so-called followers of Jesus and the so-called followers of Moses were not carrying into practice what these noble men actually taught. So the righteous were overcome by the wicked. Moses' teaching was overcome and broken by the presence of Nimrod. That Jesus' teaching was overcome and broken by the power of the wicked. All they did was come in among the righteous, trying to follow Jesus and cause the people to deviate from his teaching. And right now, we have millions of people who have the name of Jesus, but they have deviated from the true message of Jesus. It's true. And now you have millions of people bearing witness to Allah and Muhammad, but they also have deviated from the message of Muhammad. It's true. If the Muslim world had not deviated, brothers, sisters, there would be no need for Prophet Muhammad to indicate in the hadith that the Mahdi, a guided one, would come in the end of this world. What would be the need for a guided one whose work is to guide people back to the right path? If you were on the path, then you don't need the Mahdi. But because the whole world has deviated we need somebody to guide us back to the path of God. What time will he appear? Since the work of Prophet Muhammad is established, but not correct today. The work of Jesus is established, but not correct. The work of Moses is established, but not correct. Because the followers of all of these worthies have been overcome by Satan. Now, if you wish to take issue with what I'm saying, I want you to think with me. Satan has a season. And I don't care what the prophets did, they could not overcome Satan. This is not Jesus' world. This is not Muhammad's world. This is not Moses' world. This is Satan's world. Talk to me. If, 
the prophets were actually in power, God's word and God's righteousness would be established among all the righteous communities. But you don't have righteousness on this earth. You have evil coming in the name of righteousness. You have wickedness coming in the name of the prophets of God. Why? Satan got a season and nothing was going to interfere with Satan in his season. And I'm sorry to say this, but it's the truth. Satan just is the God of his own world. Now hear me well. A prophet cannot interfere with a God. I'm going to say it again. Now I want you to hear me. A prophet is not powerful enough to overthrow the rule of a God of his own world. Satan is a God. He's a wicked God. Is that right? He's a God of evil. But we say as Muslims, La ilaha illallah. There is no God but Allah. But you can't make that claim until you yourself have conquered the force of evil in yourself. Then you can say there's no God but Allah. You can say from your mouth, there's no God but Allah. That's, that's all right. Everybody can say that. Your mouth don't bear witness to the truth. The Arabs say there's no God but Allah, but they bow to America. Talk back to me. There's no God but Allah, but if, if Bush says something, I'll do what Bush say. Well, if you don't have any power, you and your God, over Bush and over the wicked rulers of the world, then don't say there's no God but Allah. Say there's no God but Allah and Bush in your life. But when we say there is no God but Allah, we mean that God, Allah is supreme in our life. And we're not bowing down to nothing or nobody but God. And our life is a testimony to that which we say out of our mouth. But to say there's no God but Allah and then go smoke a reefer. To say there's no God but Allah and then invade your brother's house going after your brother's wife. To say there's no God but Allah and sleep overpowers you and you can't pray. Then you are a liar when you say there's no God but Allah. Then you have put everything under the power of God. In God's own season. When you can make that claim. There is no power anywhere to stop you from being what you want to be and doing what you want to do. If it's right, it's in season. Jesus was overpowered by Satan. All Jesus' disciples were overpowered by Satan. The church was overpowered by Satan. The mosque is overpowered by Satan. 
Why? Because Satan was in his season. And there is to everything a time and a season. And wickedness has a season. And so we have suffered in the season of wickedness. Our fathers have suffered in America in the season of wickedness. We have not been able to mount an offensive for justice. And every time we get a leader, get a teacher, the wicked make short order of them because it was their season. But when times say it's up, you can believe that the wicked will never be able to do in God's season what they did in their own. And so my brothers and sisters, in both the Bible and Quran, the end of the wicked's time is foretold by the prophets. The presence of a man is foretold by the prophets, a man in whom is the embodiment of God's spirit. In whom is the embodiment of God's truth. And when that person comes, and no power that's going to uproot him. He's on time. He's in his season. And when he comes and speaks to you, if you recognize him and join on with him, you become successful. You will begin to overpower Satan. Not talk about it, but actually do it. Now, let us conclude. There is a scripture in the book of Revelations that says, Jesus is talking about himself as a spiritual and physical person. He said, I am the seed of David, the root of Jesse, the bright and the morning star. Stop right there. See, when Jesus comes, if he's the morning star, when you see Jesus, he's telling you, your night is over. You're coming up into a brand new day now. Because the morning star appears in the darkest hour of the night. To let you know that the night is soon passing away. And that morning star leads you right up into the light of the sun. A brand new day. A new season. And all you have to do is relate well to the morning star. Follow the morning star. 
and it will lead you to the light of the sun and when the light of the sun strikes you don't rebel against the light walk in the light and let the light direct your path your thoughts and your actions then you'll be in the season of God and there is no power of Satan that can afflict you if you follow the light isn't that something now let's see about this morning star and then go home the Bible closes like this behold before the great and dreadful day of the Lord this is the Old Testament Malachi the last book of the Old Testament behold before the great and dreadful day of the Lord I will send you who Elijah what is Elijah's job he's to prepare the path for the coming of this mighty one that both scriptures of Bible and Holy Quran tell us is coming Man. this is why the Jews today have not accepted Jesus of 2,000 years ago as the Messiah they knew that if Jesus were in fact the Messiah their power would be ended totally and that's why they keep looking and they're not looking for the Messiah to accept him they're looking to, for the Messiah to kill him they have the same mind of Herod Herod made it appear like he wanted to go find the baby Jesus so he could go worship the baby uh-uh he wanted to kill the baby but he didn't want the others to know his wicked intention this is why white people watch you so carefully because they know that coming up out of you is gonna come one that the whole world has been looking for whether you take it or leave it alone you are more than who you think you are you are a people you are a people who have been allowed to come into bondage to prove God like Job was allowed to go under the power of Satan to prove God look at you I mean if ever a people have been under Satan check us out here's a people just look at yourself for a minute brothers and sisters you didn't come here like the rest of the people seeking any freedom you had it they brought our fathers here what in the holes of ships right did they bring us here to be citizens what did they bring us here for to be slaves <clears throat> is slavery in harmony with God well then if they were allowed to make us slaves it must have been a season and if there's a season there's a purpose 
for that season. Oh, brothers and sisters, are you listening? We were made slaves. We didn't want to be slaves. Many of our fathers jumped overboard in the Atlantic into the mouths of sharks rather than come here to be made slaves. We didn't want no slavery. Many of our people fought against it. But did we remain slaves? Then if you fight against something and have no power to overcome it, then there's a higher power that has said this must be. And since you can't stop it, let it be. Submit and wait till you seize him. Isn't that what Job said? I'm going to wait till my change comes. Job knew he couldn't fight this thing. One day he was rich and another day he's poor. One day he's healthy. The next day he's sick. One day he's got a family. The next day his family is killed except one. Job began to see the hand of God in his suffering. He didn't know that God and the devil had a conversation about him. Job didn't know that God said, where are you coming from, Satan? He said, well, I've been going up and down to and fro in the earth, seeking whom I may devour. He said, you sure have, and you just about ate up everybody. He said, but have you considered my servant Job? He fears God and eschews evil. Satan said, sure, I considered him. I know your servant is with you because you got this hedge around him. But you remove that hedge from him and I'll make him curse you to your face. God said, go ahead, I'll let you have him. Just don't take his life, you got him. And this is what happened to us. You didn't know it. But this was already written in the prophecies of the Bible and Quran that we were going to come into bondage in a strange land among a strange people for 400 years. You couldn't stop it. It's the season. And the purpose was to make white people great and powerful. Like it was with Pharaoh. Make Pharaoh great and powerful so that nobody could take him down but God himself. The Bible say, I raised you up, Pharaoh, for this purpose, to make myself known. Isn't that something? I allowed you to take my people into bondage to bring them to nothing. So that when I come, I could take one of the slaves and put a rod in his hand and take a slave and make him bring you to your knees because I'm God. And I have power over everything. Well, what took you so long in coming, God? I don't come out of season. I came on time. I gave Pharaoh a season and he had to do his work. And his work was to show the world that he's a God beside me. And this is what white folk have done. Shown the world, look, I am God. Bow down to me, all you Negroes colored people coons and shines bow down 
down to me, all you Mexicans and Hispanic people. Bow down to me, Asian and African and Arab. I am God. Look at me, he says. I give life and I cause death the same way God does. God put the planets up. I put a contraption up, have it revolving around God's planets. I'm God too. God make fire come down from heaven. I make fire come down from heaven. I developed the atomic bomb and you niggas better get in line or I'll blow you to bits with my atomic weapon. I'm God too. God created life. And I'll go in my laboratory and make synthetic life. Don't mess with me. I'm a God beside God. You do things the natural and the normal way. I'll do it unnatural and abnormal to show you I do what I please. It's a man showing you he's God. You tell the white man you want to bow down only to God and see will he not become angry with you. Any of you in this audience who are Jehovah's Witnesses, you tell him that you want to follow God, see what he does. He put you in jail. He did that for the Jehovah's Witness. You stand up in your holiness and say, I won't serve you in your armed forces to fight these unjust wars against third world people. I won't do it and I won't send my child to do it. See, won't he come? And say, well, you're going to jail. What crime have I committed? You're just standing up for God. And unless you stand up for me as God, then I can't let you worship. White folks are heavy. They don't mind you having a non-threatening religion that bows down to them. But the moment you challenge them, your religion is threatening, they deal with you. He wants us to worship him as God. Check this out. Who named you? I know you're going to say your father. Your father didn't name you. Well, your father didn't have no name Johnson and Jones and Smith and O'Reilly and Culpepper and Overstreet and Underhill and Overbrook. That's not your father's name. That's white folks' name. And white folk named you. Then if you want to go in an African name, you got to go before a white man and explain to him why you want to change your name. But he didn't go before nobody to explain why you got the name you got. He's gone. You want to buy anything in my world? You got to come by me. You want to sell anything in my world? You got to come by me. You want to preach in my world? I'll license you, nigga. Don't stand up and talk about you a preacher unless I give you a license. So the white man licensed you to sell fish and he licensed you to preach the gospel. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, who is he then? He's trying to say he's a God beside God. He makes bullets and guns to enforce his power. But he's in his season. And nothing could interfere with him in his season. 
But the season for us to be slaves is over. Now, if you want to continue to act like that, you're not going to be successful. You want to continue to act like a fool, you're not going to be successful. Yes, you can go and tell white folk, give you a job. They may or they may not. But it's a season for you to get up and make a job for yourself. If you don't do that, you're not going to have no jobs. You are out of season, black man and woman. White folk got you fighting and killing each other. You continue that, great loss. The season is for us to get together, overcome our difficulties and our divisions. God will make a way for us if we want to come into unity with one another. But you got to make a step in the right direction for God to help you. Time is on your side, but you got to act in a timely fashion. What season is it? It's the season for righteousness. Well, what is righteousness? Obedience to God. You can't go wrong obeying God. Well, I, 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 I love God. But I love fellow man. In a strange kind of way. And, and I know God will accept me. Who said so? Who told you that? This don't tell you that. The Bible don't say it. And the Quran doesn't say it. Well then, if your actions and mine are not in harmony with the standard laid down by God, then to practice that which is against God's standard is to lose. To do what God asks is to be a winner and we want to be winners we've been losers too long and you can't win today being wrong you win by being right and being right is hard it's not easy in a wrong world but to hold knowledge in unrighteousness is not going to help you to be unrighteous and to know better is to lay down in a bed of mental torment and misery. You know what's right, then do what's right. If you know what's right, then you know the time. Then you gotta act in accord with right or you start going backwards. The bright and the morning star just at the end of the time of the wicked, he will appear and his name will be Elijah. And Elijah will be a herald of the coming of God. Man, that's so beautiful. And you know, brothers and sisters, you think so little of yourself. It's so easy for you to accept Listen now, to accept all the Hebrew prophets, and you never met one of them, but you believe in all of them. 
and none of them taught you anything. You're still in the same condition that white folk put our fathers in. Come on. It's so easy for us to accept the prophets of every other nation. But we cannot accept that God would do for us what he did for everybody else, raise somebody up among us to teach us. And I say to you, there is no Arab on the planet that can teach you. And if there's an Arab brother in here, that doesn't mean you're not my brother, but you don't know how to teach these people. Ain't nothing in your history will prepare you to teach black people. This is an unusual problem and it's going to take an unusual solution and an unusual teacher. And I'm very proud to say that God raised that kind of teacher among us in the honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I want to say to you that I and we who had the privilege of hearing him, being taught by him, I know what he did for me. I know what I was before I met him and his teachings. And I know what I'm becoming as a result of what he taught me. I know that now I'm on time. How do I know? Because in the physical world, when my mother and my father lay down and I was conceived, I was put into motion in the darkness of my mother's womb. And motion means change. I was once a sperm in the testicles of my father and an egg in the ovary of my mother. But sperm met with ovum and a tiny life germ formed, a tiny cell of life, so microscopic, you could put it on the head of a pin and it would have plenty of room to move about. And that's the way our life started, but we were in motion. And then in that motion, we became a clot. And then we became an embryo. And then we became a fetus. And at the proper time, we came forth out of a bag of water with eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart pumping on its own lungs, breathing in oxygen without sifting through the umbilical cord to feed. Now I could go directly to my mother's breast and I nursed from her and grew strong moving ever changing I am 
a creature of time. I don't know when the bell will toll and say time is up for me because I'm finite in the infinite mastery of God in time. I come and I go like you come and you go. You are on your way to a grave and an appointed time. So what are you doing with the time that you got? We, what are you doing? What are we doing with the time that we got? Wow. That's part one. We're going to finish part two tomorrow. But man, I man, I think we got enough today that may take us to the whole week. Man, did he, man, the minister dropped so many heavy bombs on us this morning. Press the number one if you have something that you would like to share. Uh, I know Sister Student, oh, we got Sister Student Minister you seen in here today, y'all. Ooh-wee, I know she got something to share. Ooh-wee now. All right, let me share some of the things that stood out for me, man. He said, uh, he said, uh, every action <clears throat> not in harmony with time is a wasted action that will bear no fruit. No fruit. So it's about being in the time and what must be done. Then he goes on to say, whenever you are in season, you have the additional power of the elements working with you. When you are not in season, they are working against you. Time. And it makes me think about, I know many of us want to grow financially. Not just because you love money, but because what we're really seeking is freedom. But when is the time for you to put out that product? When is the time for you to come up with that service? When is the time? You see, it's just the time, man. And we want the time to be on our side. And sometimes think about an argument. Hey, man, I know you want to mend this, but this is what I learned in counseling. It's wrong for you to assume that because that's your wife or your husband that you can treat them like someone who's not your wife and your husband. When you want to talk to somebody else, you text them or you call them and ask them, is this a good time to speak? You don't just, hey, man, I'm ready to talk. No. But how many of us may do that in a relationship because it is your husband, because it is your wife? You still have to respect their time and ask, hey, uh, is this a good time for us to talk? Because you may be talking to me or want to address this at the wrong time. And because it's the wrong time, you're going to get the wrong answer. You're going to get the wrong response. You haven't allowed me to calm down. You haven't allowed me to rise above my emotions yet. So if you try to do this at this time, oh boy, you, there, there's a time for you to, for you to have intercourse, huh? And not produce a baby if you're not ready right now. So you don't have any oopsie babies like sister student minister Yasina would say. There's a certain time period to do. Now, just let me get on up off that thing. But man, that, that's heavy, man. The time, 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 time is, is really important. So press the number one, family, in the Zoom. Press the number one in the Zoom. If y'all got something to share, I know y'all got something to share from this man. He also said, 
When it's time for their rule to be up, no power can make you unsuccessful when you know the time. For me, that gives me faith. Man, if, I, if I'm doing something and it's in line with his will and it's on his time, there is, this is the faith. This is the, the let me, not just faith, but it gives me peace. If I'm attempting something and I'm giving it all that I got, I, I'm, 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 I'm in line with his will. I'm not compromising anything. If it's not successful, Brother Ben, it's just not time. See, that brings me peace. Because sometimes we think it's us, and sometimes it is us. So we need to investigate, is it me, though? Am I giving all that I got? Am I applying all that I know? But if I can check off all those boxes and it's not successful yet, okay, it's just not the time. Oh, but when it is the time, there is nothing, no one that can stop me from bringing this into fruition. So if it's not time yet, then I just do something else. Try something else until it is time. Right. So, yeah, uh, that, that, that's some of the things that stood out for me. But let's go to Sister, <clears throat> Sister, Sister Yolanda. Let's see if we can hear you. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Um, this is a timely message that you have brought forth to us, because in this week's final call on the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's column, The Great Day, and it speaks of the time. We are living in a great day of God and man. Allah, God now desires to take for himself to reign over the nations of the earth. There are two gods, which was mentioned in the lecture. One God is the God of the evil and the other God is the God of righteousness and justice. The nature of the two gods is so much different from the other that it makes it impossible for one God to yield to the other God because of their nature. So I want to go further on and point out a point that stood out to me. Whenever a time, a thing is in season time, it is always aided by the elements of the time. And it went on to say the sun, moon, stars. He went on to say the sun, moon, stars and earth planets. And I look at as we are engaging on these power calls, and even in our Friday night study groups, it's in my opinion that we are being prepared if in when this new world, as we are in the uh, war of Armageddon has begun, it is now time for us to start closing the gap. I mean, it's, it's been time for us to do that so that when we get into the hereafter, the new world, if I'm saying that properly, we know how to stay. So it's important for us to attend our Friday night study groups because it's given us all, it's given us some of the elements that we need to do to start the cleaning process, as it was mentioned in yesterday's lecture, the cleansing, the cleansing of a thing. We're just not going coming to the new world and uh, we, we got this. We're going to rule how if we haven't been practicing it. So when the time comes, let us be found prepared and continuing to prepare because nothing happens out of season. And there was one more thing he mentioned. God is coming after the work of Satan. Da, 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 da. This is just, I can't remember what the um, sentence was he was using, but just. 
us as a people, MGT, FOI, male, female, Christian, Jew, whatever you are, recognizing the time, how the, the white man, the, the Satan of this world is very crafty and in their timing because they put all these obstacles in place for us not to even recognize and see what is going on. So I try my best to be mindful. One thing that stands out for me is this legalization of weed. Man, how are you going to recognize the time that you're in and what must be done if you high all the time? You sleep. You don't know what's going on. You just keep chasing that high because it make you feel good. But nevertheless, I'm going to end it with, and our Savior has arrived. Chapter 5 and Chapter 7 are some two good chapters as well as the whole book that are relevant to the message that we were listening to today. Assalamu alaikum. Wa salam. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Next up, we have uh, Brother Timothy. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Assalamu alaikum, family. Lake salam. Assalamu alaikum. Let me stop butchering this. <laughs> Brother, assalamu alaikum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nah, man. This, this got me fired up, though. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start. I'm going to try to go off the head with this one. Just hearing that the end of the Bible states that Elijah will come at the end. That was deep enough to me, you know. And uh, the minister said, we don't have a lot of time, so we must use our time wisely. Time is motion calculated by the measure of motion. Elijah Muhammad said that time is a scale of balance. Light makes motion just like a light bulb. Time is a criterion. To everything, there is a season. When you're in season, the elements work with you, the sun, the moon, the stars. Put Everything starts to align for you. And I know we all felt like that waking up sometimes, like, man, today a great day. You probably just got your bills paid. You probably just got your car washed. You got your, your, your paycheck. Everything starts to align. So those little things right there alone. Just stood out to me, and uh, what's major to me, every everything has its season. So don't don't be so hasty to say, man, things need to change right now. Things need to change right now. Things gonna change in due time, on the perfect time. And I believe that was a uh, in the book of Job. Job was the person who 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 actually stated that. So thanks for letting me share, and that's what I took from it. Assalamualaikum, family. Well, like Salam. <clears throat> Crossover creation said no sound. Y'all couldn't hear him? I couldn't hear him. <clears throat> I think everybody else could hear him, brother. Crossover. Maybe go out and uh come back in. Everybody else, could y'all hear that brother as he was speaking? Let me know in the comments. <clears throat> no, not y'all on Zoom. I know y'all can hear him. I'm talking about him over here on YouTube. <clears throat> Another thing. Okay, we heard him. Good. Another thing he says, ask yourself, what is the season? If it's the season for them to rule, you won't stop their rule. When it's your season, they have no power to stop you from being free. And then watch what the minister said. If you want to get up and be free. So that reminds me. A brother reached out to me the other day and said, uh, you know, when is this time going to be up that's talked about? And what is this 
what is this last thing that the minister have to do and things of that nature. And I get it, you know, maybe he haven't got an answer. But he talked about the, the grace period and all that. From my understanding, the white man's time was up in 1914. And I've heard the grace period was anywhere from 60 to 70 years. Now, maybe I'm confused on when that 60 to 70 year grace started. But whether if it was 19, I don't know when 19, even if it was, we passed it. So when I'm thinking, and from what I can remember, it's not that the time really ain't up. It's also that we have not stood up. They're not just going to lay down and say, damn, it's, 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 this, is, this ain't spooky, right? And this is how I'm, this is just me. This is me speaking. It ain't spooky where there's a ticking time bomb and time is going down. Five, four, three, two, one, and then they just fall. Damn, our time is up, family. We can no longer be in power. No, man, this is a real world. We have to now go up so that they can come. This world can come down. It's not going to be abracadabra. We are now in the season for when we unite and do the things as, as, as a whole, not just the minister alone. He can't make, he said this himself. He can't make a decision or make a move and all 40 million people magically are up now. We as a whole, it ain't going to just be the council alone. We have to do this as a, all of us as a whole got a portion, got, got an assignment, got something that we got to do. If not, then John 14, 12 wouldn't have never said the, those who believe will do the works that I'm doing. What y'all got to do work for if, if I can just do one, take a few actions and all of us are free? Come on, man. That, this ain't Spookville. Now, they got, a, they, they got an assignment. They got things that they have to do. But if we want to see real rise of all of our people now, that ain't just on them alone. That ain't just on the minister alone. That ain't just what no honorable Elijah Muhammad alone. That just ain't going to be on one, two, three men. That's going to be on all of us. So now we are in the season that when we unite and we strive to rise up, that we can be successful. Don't believe me? Okay. The honorable Elijah Muhammad went to prison for what? Back in the day. Didn't want to send our children, the children to the public school. Who's stopping us from building a public school today? Man, I just seen a little sister, man, sister uh, or a little brother, brother named Elijah Muhammad, brother, brother already in college, age of 14. Y'all seen it on the news somewhere on Facebook, didn't you? He, the brother following the teachings. Who, who stopped him? I'm looking at all type of men and women who have who have applied. They done homeschooled their children. They, they doing this. They ain't nobody bothering them. Ain't nobody stopping them from rising. Oh, we in that season. And then Allah is helping us get into the season. Oh, he shook us with, with the, with the, didn't he say it was a pestilence from heaven? See, we look at it, it was bad. Oh, we couldn't do this. Oh, we couldn't go here. Oh, we getting late. But no, man, I believe he was getting us to see. Look at what you can do, boy, if you got, if I force you to do it. Oh, we started businesses, didn't we? 
Oh, we, we found a way to educate our children, didn't we? Oh, we found a way to homeschool, didn't we? That showed us what was what was capable and what we was and what we was able to do in the right time. That was just a little example of what we can do. So don't allow their world to open back up and then we relax back again and say, all right, I can start depending on him again. No, we in that season. What that, what the brother say? What that? Well, hold on, let me go to that. Hold on, what that? To reap what I have. Come on, brother William. Y'all heard what brother William Murphy said? Favor. This is my season. This is my season. To reap what I have sown. Come on now. This is my season. Y'all sing it with me. Well, come on, man. Shoot. Man, it's our season. Can't y'all feel it in you? Now we gonna, I'm going to take you to church this morning, man. This is our season, man. I'm seeing so many people. We just, we just lay down and, Lord, I'm depressed. Lord, I'm sad. Lord, I'm struggling. Lord, I'm this. Man, this is our season to apply these teachings that we've been getting for years. People done said, brother, I was at the Million Man March. Brother, I was at this. That's good, man. But what was that pledge? That pledge, we raised our hand and said something. Now we in the season to where if we just apply that, oh, man, we can start to see some results. We can start to see the results. We apply, we apply the, the, the marriage compilation. We apply the conflict resolution, the teaching that we've been having all, oh, but this is our season where we can start to see that thing bring results in our life. The minister gave us a, 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 a um, what did he give us? That, that, that Exodus program. Oh, where he said, get you a hundred customers. And he said, when you get you a hundred customers, you go to them with the paper and you come back with a product. And when you get your hundred customers and you can come back with your products and services, you can be successful. Oh, it's a lot easier for us to get a hundred customers today on social media. Oh, you can go to, you can knock on a DM door and get you a hundred followers, a hundred customers. But now you got to learn how to do it. Learn how to get your funnel together. Learn how to work it. But, it, but we in the season to where that teaching that he gave us, oh, we can really apply it on a mass scale today. That's how I'm seeing it. Woo, okay. Let's go to Sister Student Minister. You seen her. Oh, man, I can't wait to hear how. I, Come on. You, you got to stop. I saw my <laughs> Um. Oh, okay. Um, what you just said made me think of just the the history of the nation and when you talked about the schools and how um the believers here in detroit how they had to fight the system against trying to force them to put their children in public school it's because of sister bernstein the reformer may allah be pleased with her because of the family of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and the believers that today across the United States, we can now homeschool our children without having to go up against the authorities. The believers in the nation of Islam were the forerunners for us to be able to do that in this time. So don't ever let somebody make you think that it was white people no that was the nation of islam 
And that's historically documented. So outside of that, what the minister said, he said, if you're not going any place, doing anything, you're not making time. And, you know, you touched on it and some of the other uh, speakers touched on it too. And we're just, you know, sitting back, we're doing nothing. There is no mystery God. We can't say that we want something and then expect for manna and quail to fall from the sky. We know there's no sweet heaven up in the sky anywhere. So they don't need to sit around waiting for a mystery God because he doesn't exist. It's the God within us. And like the minister says in the, the will of God, we've got to be the ones to, who, if we want something, Allah will put things in motion for us, but we've got to be the, we got to get up and do for ourselves. How they say, if you take one step, God will take two. But if you ain't taking a step, hell, don't, um, don't expect God to move. It's like that song said, when you move, I move just like that. Just keep playing that in your head. Um, the other part was uh, when the minister said, you are more than you think you are. You are people who have been allowed to go into bondage to prove God. Like Job was allowed to go under the power of Satan to prove God. And he said, he, he said it a couple of times. We are a unique people. But if we don't know our history, if we start with message to the black man, but in, in the time and what must be done, uh, I'm sorry, the theology of time and the time and what must be done, but we don't go before, go beyond that and do our research, then we will really never know how powerful we are as a people. Minister Farrakhan and the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, they give us our research material. And it's up to us as believers who are striving to, to fall into the category of knowers to be found as one of our principles studying and proving the reality of the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan and in so doing, proven the reality of God in our history. Our history is so rich. And it's, and if we go beyond Kunta Kente and Sojourner Truth and not to, you know, not to say anything negative about them, because praise be up to Allah for what they brought us and what they did for us. But if you, we don't know about Aluado Equiano, we don't know about others who have, who fought, who died, who sacrificed their life just for us to be here today, then we are doing ourselves a disservice and we're doing our, we're doing our nation a disservice and our people a disservice. The last part I'll say is this. When we, I, I was reading, a, I was listening to some of our African brothers and sisters who were talking about how when they came over here to America, when they applied for their citizenship, they were taken into a room. And in that room, there's a white man or a white woman who stands before everybody in there who, who's working to get their citizenship. And, and they showed them a video of a black man with blue jeans on and a white T-shirt. And they say to them, if you see him going walking past your house, 
at least three times, call the police and we'll come and pick him up. They paint us amongst our African brothers and sisters as the men being drug dealers, gangsters, pimps, thugs, and the black woman. They teach them in the motherland and all over the world that we are prostitutes, that we are good for nothing but lying on our back. It wasn't, they said that it wasn't until they came over here and they started interacting with us. And they said some of them went to college and they started learning about our history. That they understood who we are. They don't know us over there. But when they come here, the one of the brothers say, you are a very special people. He said, you are the gods that we're waiting on. Will you stand up? When, as black people and we unite with us as your brothers and sisters and get the egos out of the way, you can help us take the world. He said, we're looking for you and we're waiting for you. And I just wish we could get that in our mindset and unite as a people. We're doing it, but we've got to accelerate our pace. And stand on common ground as Muslim, as Christians. Because like the minister said, Arabs can't teach you nothing. Arabs can't teach you about who we, who you are as a black person. We are a very unique and special person, special people. And if we take that uniqueness and that specialness and we merge our likes and our commonalities together, we can take over the whole world. Assalamualaikum. Walaikum salam, and thank you for having your camera on this morning. Next, we are going to go to Sister Sister Melva. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. How are you doing, family? Good. Good. Um, I just have a few things to share. This was a very powerful video this morning. Um, for the last months or so, when I go outside in the early morning at dawn and look up in the sky where... Um, this is it's close to the east where the sun will rise. There is a huge morning star out there. If you're up in the wee hours of the morning, definitely at dawn and even before that, that star is the biggest star in the heaven at night and when the minister was saying I am the seed of David the root of Jesse the bright and the morning star follow the light so anybody else notice that star out there in the heavens that eastern star in the morning before the sun rises is absolutely beautiful. 
So that was the one thing that I wanted to mention. Um, so <clears throat> we should seek the kingdom of God first. And the kingdom of God can be found within the self. It is buried deep within us under a lot of programming. And it takes time to get to the core of who we are. That light is there. That love, that light, that peace is at the core of our being. And when we find that kingdom of God within us, then everything else will fall into place. That is a beautiful uh, story about Job and what he went through because we have no idea how long Job was on his sick bed. He lost everything. Okay, his wife was there and told him to curse God and die. But he held on to the truth of who God was to him because he knew it. It didn't matter if he lost everything. He held on to the truth of who God is. So that was just beautiful, just beautiful to hear that. And thank you so much for this time. I appreciate everything everybody is sharing. Thank you, Brother Ben, for this platform. And may Allah, God, continue to bless us. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Yes, ma'am. Walaikum salam. And thank you for having your camera on. Oh, we getting some interaction, Brother Marcus. Oh, Brother Marcus, we making progress. Let's go to uh, Sister Randisha. Also, I'm like to me. So a few things that stood out to me was um, when the minister says time, you know, we don't have a lot of time. Wise people must use their time wisely. As the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, this is a long struggle for liberation. He stated that, you know, we don't start things on time. We don't end things on time. Wedding, school, work, we're never on time for. I am a bare witness that I used to never be on time for anything. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that as a person has um, no respect for time, they have no respect for life. Um, and then he respects, he has no respect or consideration for time. And then it says, he broke it down in the dictionary. Time is a measure or duration of or continuance of time. And then the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's definition is time is motion calculated. Um, and as, can you see me on camera? Yes, ma'am, we can. Yes, ma'am, we can. Okay, yes, sir. Um, and as I was actually listening to yesterday, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in the 58-part lecture series of the time and what must be done, I thought about, 
you know, like how he's given us guidance from the first lecture all the way through the 58th lecture for 52 weeks on the time and what must be done. I also think about how the minister, you know, like um, Brother Mustafa said, you know, when it was the time of Noah, people laughed at Noah, right? When Noah was building ark. Oh, Noah, you building? I'm just saying it down in modern times today, but oh no, you building an ark, man. It's hot out here. <laughs> I'm about to go to this party. I'm about to go do this. And then all of a sudden, the big storm comes. And then look, now everybody wants to get on the boat and they can't. So I also thought about, as I was reading the final call, um, guidance through the prophesied time of trouble, Farrakhan, the traveler by Brother Jabril Muhammad. And I thought that this was just on time. He says, I'm making this clearer than ever. I'm not saying that the Honorable Louis Farrakhan is Daniel. No, I'm saying the study is deeper than ever. In the Bible we read in the book of Daniel, it shall come a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. We are living in that time. So then I had to go over to, you know, I had to go over to my lyrics, right? So then I listened to, uh, it was already up, but Michael Jackson, they don't care about us. And he said, all I want to say is that they don't really care about us. Don't worry what people say. We know the truth. All I want to say is that they don't really care about us. Enough is enough of this garbage. All I want to say is they don't really care about us. Skinhead, deadhead, everybody gone bad. Situation, aggravation, everybody, allegation. In the suit on the news, everybody, dog food, bang, bang, shot dead. Everybody's going mad. Like, this is really what we see today. And then it just says, though, um, the last part that I'll read, tell me what has become of my life. I have a wife and two children who love me. I'm a victim of police brutality. Mm. I'm tired of being a victim of hate. You're raping me and my pride. Oh, for God's sake, I look to heaven to fulfill his prophecy. Set me free. And then I was thinking about Billie Holiday. I watched the movie last night and it just kind of left me in tears as to how her song Strange Fruit was a message that, you know, the government at that time tried to hide. And the thing that they said, as I read the reports and the news articles, et cetera, et cetera, was just make sure you keep her on drugs. And I was like, wait, hold up. Like, that's that's just the thing. But the time that we live in is definitely a detrimental time, especially for our children. You know, um, so I think those are some of the key points that stood out to me. Yes, ma'am. Yes, thank ma'am. You. Thank you. And thank you for having your camera on. Let's go to Brother Jax. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Uh, let me turn my camera over. Everybody else turn their camera up. I jumped off the fourth thing right on time. But um, let me go to my notes real fast. Can you still see me? Yep, I can see you. All right, all right. Um, when he said uh, time is a measure of motion. And if you're not using the time wisely, you're wasting time. Knowing that you'll never bear the good fruit, you know. So when he said there's a, there's a, a season for everything, and when the, the elements of time, when they're working with you or against you, it's like in, that, in, in today's elements in the day time, as a, as a race, we have the music industry at our grasp, but it's going the wrong direction. You know, it's not teaching the right things. And, you know, me growing up, it, it, I, I grew up in the era where it changed. You know, it, it's 
used to rap about Farrakhan and, you know, black, black pride and black power. But now it changed to where, you know, it's going to kill, kill, kill the next black man, kill, 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 you know. So that stood out. And yeah, like I said, time. So yesterday's message was on time when the minister spoke about needing a black church and their perception on Islam and Muslims is looking and learning in the wrong direction with America's news broadcast about Islam and Muslims. I had a friend, he told me he can never be a Muslim because of the beliefs. And I, and I like, I looked at him, I'm like, you know, after I started learning about Islam and the beliefs, this is what I thought, you know, as questioning, this is what I thought was real. This is what I thought, what, what I believe was the truth once I learned and heard about it. So as a black man, I'm looking at him like, what do you see in this that you don't feel is right, correct, or the, you know, in the right direction? So that perception, the whitewash perception is just making it so easy to, um, what I say, it's making it so easy for people to be like, well, the Bible says, and this is what, you know, this is what I was told in the church, but they're just repeating verses that they heard repeated, but they're, they're not taking the time to go and read the Bible, maybe open it, they for sure not opening the Quran, and it makes it so easily for them to acknowledge and accept and praise the prophets of 2,000 years ago when we have great ones in the presence of us now, but you know, a lot of that hit home, and that's all I wanted to say, family. I appreciate you letting me speak. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, and thank you for having your camera on. Hey, brother Wesley, boy, you see how I got boy that boy that. You see, this is what real unity is. <clears throat> see, when the black man and the black woman <clears throat> see multiple black people doing something, we all we say, "Well, shoot, let me go and get in and do it." See. We, all we got to do is create an environment. We are taught that environment trumps heredity. Is that true? So look at how we done got more people to come on and they got that camera on. And now everybody got their camera. Y'all heard what Cedric the Entertainer said. Cedric the Entertainer said, you see black people run, you don't ask no questions. You run because you saw them run. You see black people take our run and shoot. I'm just running. I'm running too. I ain't got to ask no questions. But look, that's a microcosm of a larger macrocosm. Look at if we continue to, to create this environment of righteousness and we striving to grow and we start building and we start doing. You don't think those who are around us, they'll feel left out if they don't start doing it too? If they don't start growing, if they don't start correcting their attitude, if they don't start doing for self, oh, man, we can see, we can create that environment, boy. Let's go to Brother Marcus. Brother Marcus, you up next. You on deck. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. Oh, man, I just want to say as-salamu alaykum to everybody and happy Savior's Day. Happy Savior's Day. Yes, sir. I just want to begin by saying that this lecture that we just listened to by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, presented by Brother Ben X, is one of my number one go-tos. It's one of the best lectures on how to be actually become a God. This lecture by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gets into the characteristics of season, time, and motion. So I'm going to quickly share with you 
some of the conclusions that I've extracted over the years. This is one of the lectures that I've been studying. I've been studying this particular election for a while, and man, man, oh man. So to be successful, we have to put our thoughts in harmony with the time. We have to put our thoughts in the harmony with the proper season in order to generate the proper emotion to yield a successful harmony or a successful harvest in harmony. So what season are we in right now? We're in the season of the return of the black gods. And the enemy knows this. Satan knows this. This is why he keeps us locked up 24-7 in foolishness and falsehood. So, you know, we don't really have a time to think and get to ourselves and begin to think righteous thoughts. So when you understand the season of the time, you have a better understanding of which seeds are best when planted will yield the best harvest. So basically, if you want a particular seed of thought to bear fruit, you plant that thought in the proper season that is right and in resonance with that with the nature of that particular thought. So basically, in conclusion, I want to just say, if you want to become a God, black man, black woman, your thoughts, your actions, our harmony, and specifically have to be in line with the truth. We have to be, we have to line it up with righteousness and obedience. Then Mrs. Farrakhan said that the highest sacrifice is obedience. We have to be on time. We got to be on time, family. Student Minister Ishmael's recent past two lectures, he delivered at Mas Maryam on atonement and Armageddon is on time. When we listen to Wesley Muhammad, when we listen to Iliad Rashad, when we get into the high financial science with spiritual underlining and overtones. We get that from right here, Brother Ben X. So my advice to everybody is to harmonize yourself in time, in the season, with Allah, and you will be in connected. You'll be connected with the wheels. You'll be connected and in sync with everything. So basically, there's, there's a whole lot more, but basically, brothers uh, and sisters, Study this lecture, get this lecture, piece it apart, parse it, and you will be successful. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brother Wesley. Hi, Salam Alaikum, family. Uh, all praises due to Allah. You know, I, I had to step away for a minute, so coming back, um, being able to hear these takeaways is beautiful. Um, a few, one thing I did want to bring out well, really two things um, that stood out the most for me uh, when. The most honorable, excuse me, the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan stated, if you know the time, you know the wicked will not prosper today. I think about that particular uh, question that we we uh, hear a lot. I know I heard it a lot as a child. Um, many of my family members would say, you know, what is this world coming to? And when you think when you hear that question, especially when I, th I think about that question now, it's coming to an end. This world that we know it is coming to an end. But if you don't know what time it is, 
then you always going to be wondering what this world coming to. You know, there's a change taking place based off what you see. But once you get an understanding of the reality of God, once you really understand the reality of Allah and understand what is being taken place and the purpose behind why things are happening the way it is, you know what this world is coming to. You understand that this this enemy has no true power, has no true uh justification for his existence at this point so it's really just waiting on us to do what was needed to be done in this time um what also stood out for me is when the minister brought out uh about you know guarding against polytheism and he says you are lying when you are when you are saying there's no god but allah but we allow ourselves to be overcome by vices or sleep or our employer or the government we're saying that there is no god but allah and then we're going to go to the cigarette. I'm, I'm paraphrasing that, but we're going to go to the cigarette. We're going to go to this reefer. We're going to go to, uh, we're going to take sleep and let sleep overpowers. We don't make prayer, things like that. We really have to guard against what we're doing and let it be. And as Brother Marcus was saying, we need to have it in harmony with the time. We need to have it in harmony with how our actions be in harmony with our words. Um, and then lastly, um, as Sister Randisha brought up about um, the definition that uh, the minister brought up that was given by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad about time is motion calculated. He stated that if you aren't going anywhere or doing anything, you aren't making time. And I think about that as well. You know, we make time for whatever it is that we want. We make time to find, you know, find something to do. We make time to go to certain events, but when it's time to do what we're required to do, all of a sudden we got excuses. We don't make excuses when we want to go have that meal that we want to have or have that cheap meal, eat that dessert. We don't come up with no type of justification to not do it, but we come up with a justification and excuse to do what we're supposed to do. Um, that's one thing that I've been adapting to my life as well. So like, cause I've been on my fitness journey um, and I, I really look back, I look at the thoughts in my mind, which is something that um, I would encourage many need to do really look at like really back up and really look at your thoughts as to what is taking place in your mind so when i wake up in the morning my you know you you know that pillow feel good you're like man i need to let me go i got a few more minutes you know it ain't, it ain't quite 5 a.m just yet but let me let me go ahead and lay down you lay down too long it'll be 5 15 it'll be 5 30 before you know it then you're gonna come up well okay i didn't i didn't miss this time i'm not gonna do it no still go ahead and execute but then we know that tomorrow you know inshallah we'll be able to correct it we'll be able to improve the next day but we can really come up with some some ex excuses to be able to not do what we need to do but when it comes to things that we know we shouldn't do or things that we're working to improve on we don't stop ourselves and make make a justification as why as we shouldn't do that. So um, just, you know, it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to be able to have these reminders. Uh, I'm like Brother Marcus as well. This is this is one of the few that I go back to quite a bit. Um, it's definitely in my top 10 for sure, which I feel like you really when I think about it, you really can't have a top because all of them are good and all of them are on time. Um, but uh, the last thing I'll say as well, um, when he's when he uh, brought up Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one. Through eight and how everything has a season everything has a time um and and when everything that means there is nothing that doesn't have a certain time period on it that we need to uh, act on it or um and i think about the quote i, I don't know what it, where it originated from but when i heard the quote when is the best time to to plant a tree 
It was 20 years ago. But when is the next best time? Right now. So though we may have had a past, I know me, I, 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 I've been working on not beating myself up for my past. So there is no better time than right now for me to make the decision to be able to accept my own and be myself. Yeah, I may have done a lot of things in my past, but if I continue to dwell on that and, and, and worry about what I could have, should have did, I'll never start doing what I need to do now to be able to improve on that. So I appreciate everybody for sharing, getting on camera and doing everything because it makes that energy flow so much more so i appreciate you family assalamualaikum waalaikum salam all right i think we got brother timothy wanted to add one more thing before we closed out oh yeah, no, no, no 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry my bad you already went huh my bad i think coach Khan had his hand up my fault brother brother coach Khan pressed one did you already, already did you already go brother timothy yeah i did i just wanted to uh say something real quick but i'll let brother uh coach Khan go okay yeah let's bring on brother coach Khan. Yes, sir. Oh, brother Coach Khan. Go ahead, brother Timothy. All right, y'all can hear me? Yes, sir. All right, I just wanted to speak on real quick. Time is really key. I didn't realize how it could come back full circle and hit me like a ton of bricks in my face. I used to get upset with my mom and my dad knowing about the nation of Islam, but not teaching me about the nation of Islam. My mama grew up Christian. My dad grew up in between the Muslim culture, the nation of Islam. But he told me just yesterday that his mom told him they're believing. So his mom told him, if you direct yourself on that path that I, I disown you that had to affect a kid so so now i kind of see where he kind of went astray from teaching me but time i got a son now i'm actually dropping him off at school so he get to hear all of this now and i'm like damn you see how time time go so like what brother jack said he got a he had a we all got a homeboy that you try to convince them to do good and Give them a little bit of knowledge and wisdom, and they, oh, you doing what? You you, you joining what? You, you, what's your path? What's your plan? Oh man, I'm not about to give up smoking. I'm not about to give up drinking. I'm not about to stop fornicating. I'm not about to stop. And I'm like, I was like that. I was like that too. I was real rebellious. I'm like, I'm not about to give up nothing for nobody. But now that I gave it up, it took time. It took me to understand. It took me to actually go to a Sunday service and hear one of the student ministers talk. So like Brother Jack said, we uh we we all got our own little ways, but once you once you really devote yourself to the and submit yourself to the will of Allah, things just naturally start to change because we are righteous by nature. And uh it's funny, I just want to say uh Brother Wesley is funny for, for that because we do make up a whole lot of excuses as to why certain things we can't pop up. And we are always late to functions. We are always on black people time. And and I say set to something good. Oh man, I'm too busy. I can't I can't make that. I'm sorry. I can't. And you probably at home laying down, playing the game, stuff in your face. But but I'm too busy. I'm sorry, I can't do that. But if it was to intake in something else, hey, come hit this bottle. Come let's let's chill with these women. Oh yeah, I'll be there. They they ahead of time at that time. 
So today was was powerful, and I just wanted to show my face and re-speak on that because that just hit me while I was driving how important time really is. And you got to let the process of time process. You really got to give everything time, and we got to definitely use our time more wisely. Assalamu alaikum, family. Thank you for letting me speak. Walaik salam. Yes, sir. All right, family. So we had a blacktastic morning. Tomorrow morning, we're going to finish up with uh, part two, the season of God. Um, Brother Coach Khan, you there? I don't know if he done fell asleep. I know he be up late at night. Brother Coach Khan, you there? Try to close out with you, but, uh, you know, he be working, man. Let's see if we can get him. Coach Khan, let me see if I'm going to text him, see see if we can text him. See if we can close out with Coach Khan. <laughs> yeah, the e- the eagle done fell asleep. <laughs> Look like the eagle done fell asleep, y'all. Yeah, he ain't. Even- he ain't responding. But, man, don't forget to uh, uh, put your testimonials inside of the testimonial section of the uh, Power Call. Also, I would love for you guys to be my special guest this Friday at Study Group. If you would like to uh, uh, attend, go to www.noistudygroup.com. Fill out that form, and we'll reach out to you to help you find your location and give you the instructions. If you are watching this on YouTube or Facebook and you have not joined our Power Call online community, go to www.thepowercall.net. This is where we communicate. This is where we share the replays. This is where we have, you know, events and things of that nature. So if that's something you guys are interested in, go to www.thepowercall.net. Other than that, family, thank you all for listening and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum. Wow. I was supposed to close out, but I didn't. Is Brother Ben here? Brother Ben. Now, Ben got a heck of a program. A lot of people listening to Brother Ben. And Ben tells them about the minister. And Ben tells them about the minister.